Hey, it's Tim Freddy Show, and I'm the newest member of the Freestyle Club. Boom! Warning. 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 The Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is Freestyle Club. With your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz. Hello and welcome. Welcome to this week's edition of the Freestyle Club. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and of course, I'm being joined by the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes. What's good, you bastards? <laughs> it's the only interview that matters. <laughs> On the third chair, we have the one and the only Tim Spinning Shomer. Welcome to the Freestyle Club. Oh, thank you. Thanks for the uh, warm welcome. I feel I feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Thank you. Raphael described it best. He feels like he's meeting Superman for the first time. <laughs> Why is that? Yeah, oh, you're meeting Superman. Gotcha from the t-shirt. Love I it. think it's because the legend that follows you when it comes to your legendary mixtapes and when it comes to how much you mean to the people that listen to your craft because you tell stories within your mix and as i stated previously on this podcast <laughs> when i listen to tin spinning shoulder freestyle boom i can sing every song for the whole you know length of the entire cd i could do every single song back to back <laughs> i could sing the entire mix straight through <laughs> And then when you hear the songs and the mix doesn't come through, you're like, what happened? That's supposed to be uh, Tears of Tears by Tonasia. Or, or, yeah, it's supposed to be something. Absolutely, yeah, yes. It, yeah. Every time that happens to me as well, like I'm listening to the song by itself, but when the when the breakbeat comes in, I'm doing Tim spinning show, but in the mix. Tim <laughs> He's got it going on, you know? That's so, so funny. Uh, that means it's working. I tricked you. My, <laughs> no, I mean, my hypnosis is in there, yeah. It's totally the mixing. He's Superman on, on the decks in the mix, but also he has that Clark Kent demeanor. You know, the guy <laughs> carries himself, you know, like no other. Well, every, every other DJ is screaming, me, me, shares numbers. Look what I can do. You know, Tim is just busy playing the music, you know? So I, I love that about him. I had a, a flyer picture made about uh, 20 years ago with me ripping my shirt open and the, and the Superman uh, T-shirts on, and I, I thought that's what you're talking about. And I used that, that picture probably for for 15 years, and uh, it, so it, it worked. It worked, you know. No, it's iconic. Do? That's the yeah, yeah. That's the image I get. You know, yeah. the iconic boom. It goes that picture. You know. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for those kind words. That's nice of you. And you know, hey man, you know, it's all he's got. Just got about got to be about the music. It really does. I mean, there's a lot of other, uh, I don't want to get pulled into that conversation, but, uh, you know, when the smoke clears, you just got to keep smiling, you know, keep it, just smile and wave, boys, smile and wave, <laughs> you know, I try, try to try to stay drama free. Yeah, you know? while, while everybody's fighting and, and they're talking about how they're number one, <laughs> you're over there going, give me 40 bucks for all these uh, CDs that I'm selling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people people yeah. really don't get that. Okay, so maybe maybe you have uh, 10,000 viewers or whatever the case may be, but how many of those 10,000 viewers spent any money on your product? And so mm -hmm. those are the things that you really have to worry about. That's the, the dollars and cents. And you're a family man, so I'm sure that uh, you're always thinking of different ways to, to feed your family kids got to eat apparently you're not supposed to just put a bowl out and let them eat for the day you got they want to <laughs> you're supposed to feed them every day and uh and they keep growing and you got to get new shoes and you know stuff like that but uh yeah that's that's the whole deal you know just you i'm know, a living trying to raise some kids i'm a living testament to buying those uh cds because i bought mine last week and i'm still waiting because they were sold out so i, I <laughs> you had to get them repressed 
Yeah, they're all. They should be all out now. I, I, I believe I set them all out, so you should probably get, yeah, yeah, get I, it. I probably didn't I realize it was you when you were asking. So otherwise, I would have hooked you up. Oh no, it's okay. Nobody knows. <laughs> it's all right. He's the You're unknown admin for a reason. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I, they're all out. Everything that uh, has been in, I, I sent them all out today. I just sent a T-shirt up to Lizette Melendez too, so hopefully she'll put that on and uh, I'll get a cool picture and be able to sell more T-shirts. That's gonna be great. Lizette Melendez is a big, big fan of the Freestyle Club. Yeah, she's the best. She really is. What a talent. She's always been uh, real good to me. I, I, you know, back in the day when Carlos, remember when Carlos Barrios started After Dark Records, um, me and uh, it was ARG and I. We went to uh, we took a trip to New York, and uh, we hung out with Carlos Barrios, and it was so much fun just to to be there. And it was like Lizette Melendez just performed, and also there was this new artist Joy May. And Nina Benya was there that performed. I get a chance to meet Frank Reyes. Johnny O was there. Giggles was there. Um, I've got pictures to prove it all, too. That's why, you know, it was just a, a great time in our life. But, you know, when are you going to take – I live because I'm from Chicago, so being in New York and in that scene and just being able to, you know, hang out with Carlos Barrios and stay in his apartment. He was, yeah, come on, dude. If you fly out, you can stay with me. And so we slept on his floor or his couch or whatever, but uh, um, just to be in it. You know, it was crazy. And, you know, I, I, I was just telling Charlie, you know, Charlie Baby's on the show every week. And uh, I was just telling Charlie, I go, when did this all really happen? I was trying to think of, you know, the very beginning. I just, first of all, you know, I, I've been a club DJ for uh, for a long, long time. And then um, in 1989, I got um, on the radio, or I was asked to join the B96 Mixmasters. And the same week, um, I also got uh, asked to become a, a Billboard dance reporter. So you know, I've been a club, you know, a club guy, um, a club DJ for a long, long time, and then, um, but now here I am on the radio with Bad Boy Bill and Julian Jumpin' Friends, two of Chicago's iconic DJs, if not the world. I mean, two guys you don't want to be surrounded. And I knew, I mean, I, I, I knew I wasn't going to outhouse music, you know, out, you know, outhouse Bad Boy Bill. I knew I wasn't going to out DJ Julian Perez. So I needed to find really a niche. And I always, I always gravitated towards, you know, like uh, expose and fascination and in the Miami sound. And and are you kidding me? Um, when I heard the first time in New York, I heard um, we we just stumbled to the Palladium. But we just had to be in town. Like, yeah, let's go to the Palladium. And performing was TKA and you know Sweet Sensation and Rainy Davis Sweetheart was did you know, she sings Sweetheart but uh what an amazing time and as we're walking out of the Palladium uh they're handing out promo copies of the of the cassette of Boy of Venton just to give you a time marker when when it was all happening and uh it was just man I was so hooked you know and I already already you know I've probably paid to see TKA you know, many times before, but uh, to see them, it just, we just happened to stumble into a club and they were there was just uh, amazing. But um, that's kind of how I got into freestyle. I had to skip school to go see TKA. They were at the, uh, <laughs> what they call now Six Flags. Um, I had to, we had to take this uh, walk and this walk was many, many miles and we just skipped school so we can walk there and make sure we got there for the concert. And man, my life changed. So I could understand where you're yeah. coming from. Never disappointing. Never a disappointing show with TKA, man. They always have the moves. I always thought uh, if I could just learn those dance moves, maybe I could just sneak on and, you know, be a, another member. And, you know, what's crazy is Mario, uh, DJ Nonstop here in Chicago, is one of the swing kids. 
And uh, it's so funny. I bump into him at different clubs, or he'll be booked at the same parties that I'm at. And I'll, you know, and I'll play, be playing Maria, and he'll go, "You didn't do those scratches, I did." <laughs> you know, for you know, the, Maria, see ya. I'm jealous of him. I've always been, but what a nice guy, man. I always wish I could have been a swing kid. Well, you are. You are. Every yeah. time Every time that we tune into your Facebook live show, we see you dancing, and I'm like, he belongs in TKA. He should yes. be the, the, fourth, yeah. the fifth or the seventh member. <laughs> the seventh member, yeah, exactly. Like I was a member of the Village People way off. I was the, uh, the businessman with the leisure suit on, but they kicked me out before they got big. But uh, no, <laughs> it was the telecommuter, but it just didn't fit at the time. Right? <laughs> it's the telecommuter, yeah, exactly. Well, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. It just didn't work. Just didn't work it out. You I, needed to find I, a, a niche, so freestyle was it for you. Yeah. So I just and because it would go over so well for me at the clubs, and, and uh, without you by George Lamond was just just came out, and I, you know, I was already already playing, you know, a lot of it in the clubs. And, but I just started, you know, I just kind of gravitated towards it because, you know, the other guys were, that was the hole that they were missing. That was the, you know, what they weren't really hitting upon. And, you know, I would go to the clubs and go, oh man, dude, your mixes are the bomb. I love that you play all that freestyle. And so, you know, just knowing that they were like little baby birds and I was feeding them, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, hey man, I'm just going to itch over this way and play a little bit more. Like, you know, and uh, it, it just turned into a, like, now I'm just going to do a freestyle mix. And then, uh, and that's how it all kind of, fell into place and uh, you know it is my passion already too you know and uh you know I, we were talking to aldo maron on my show and uh he said that you know he's, he's an editor and hardy loves ad- editing and i i kind of get that too you know i i feel like you know if you listen to my show uh every song i play i kind of put my own spin on it as yeah. a matter of fact that sometimes i will listen and i know for a fact that that record doesn't have an acapella <laughs> And you, <laughs> yeah. like, like for example, Marisol's Beginning of the End, you know, I'm like, how did he get the acapella to that? There is no acapella. And you just did it a few days ago with a song that doesn't have an acapella, but for some reason, you have it, or you made it into an acapella. I'm like, how does he do that, you know? And yeah. so, for years, man, I, I've been wondering. Yeah, I'm a sneaky editor. I just added, you know, to, I try to, <laughs> I try to figure out how to, how to get that acapella there real quick, or just, you know, get the intro to where I want to put it and that, you know, let's just take out some of the garbage in between or, or put some garbage in there if it's not long enough or, you know, keep it hype. You know, I, it's just so strange. Some edits, I think, Oh man, this, why do they talk at the beginning of the song? It's so ridiculous. And then I say, you know, they should really talk in the middle of this. I think the, the talking part might be, you kind of work here, you know, or, uh, what did I work on recently? Like the sincerely yours. If you if you heard the twelve inch with that beautiful beautiful guitar, you never hear anybody playing the cool guitar in that song. And the rap is in the wrong place. It should be in the middle, not at the very end. You know, and just because you're my precious love, I, you know that there's just. And I know we're talking about you know songs that are over you know twenty years old, but I, I, it's I know I have I have issues that go way back, but I feel like you know they all need to be 
reheard or you, you uh, re-examined or something. Well, you did you that know? with Alyssa B featuring Charlie Baby, Legendary, the Tim Spinning 12-inch mix. I'm like, yeah. man, that was awesome. And so, you know, <laughs> the good thing about it is I was playing the, the radio version, and then when I heard your extended version, I'm like, oh, good, I have a new version to play. And you just moved things around, and it just sounded so unique. You made it into a new song just by moving Thank a few you. things around Moving a, a few things, doing a little trick, some echoes and some... Uh, I, I used the, uh, the transpose the down a key, so it was, oh no, oh no, oh no. So that was kind of cool and you know add some swishes and some you know big 808 booms in there and, and uh just trick it up a little bit you know i i like to have you know in the song like you know people always say you know like a one-time event or a part that goes i love the part that's coming up near the end or i love this part i always like to put a piece in there that's uh you know my favorite part i read this uh just i don't want me to get off off a subject but i read um now rogers autobiography which is a great read man um, you've heard the story about Lafreak when he, uh, with all the all the guys from Chic were trying to get into Studio 54, and even though like uh, uh, he's the greatest dancer and um, um, dance, 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 and Yowzi, you know, the, were the big songs, so they couldn't get into the they couldn't get into the club because they wouldn't they weren't picked. So they went back to the hotel and they wrote the song "Aw F You" or you know I'm not sure if I swear, but it was supposed but, to be yes, it was supposed to be "Fuck You." That's yeah, how, exactly, that's how, or "Fuck Off." And uh, yeah, it was a really and, rip- and rearranged it, and and uh, just to hear, um, and that's why I bought the book originally. But then after, I, I mean, th- there's so much else in the book. Which, like for example, um, now Rogers was going to the Palladium to meet um, Jenny Burton, and uh, Jenny Burton was a, was a monster back in the day, and uh, she was she was killing it at the Palladium. But uh, who he ended up meeting at that night was. Um, a woman who just came out with she had everybody was a big record on the radio and holiday just came out and so backstage he, he ran into madonna and uh you know like i said how holiday was just on, on the scene and then he uh which first of all is amazing like that's how he met madonna and then madonna said hey listen i'm looking for a producer for my new album i'd like to meet with you they met and then all of a sudden you know they're sitting in the you know sitting in a wherever they are with a boom box and she's playing you know, the Like a Virgin album, she played Like a Virgin, you know, that everything on that album. And she stops it. She tells, she says to Nile Rodgers, she says, hey, man, uh, if I'm going to work with you, you know, you need to love all these songs. And Nile Rodgers looks at her and says, listen, I like the songs, but when I get done, I'm going to love them. So he went on to produce all those songs. But one of the, you know, and I kind of got off subject, but uh, um, I love that kind of history. And, and then she went on to produce, you know, she goes, well, for, I'm going to forget the album that this holiday thing is on. I'm just going to go with my Like a Virgin and, the, you know, the rest of the songs that were huge. And, and Lyle Rogers kind of settled it down and said, hey, man, listen, like, you know, Lucky Star didn't come out yet. Borderline's going to have some legs. This album is going to, you're going to really see a lot of, uh, you know, it's going to be great for you. Just hold out. Can you imagine, you know, laying around on the floor, you know, doing Lucky Star and everything like that and, and uh just knowing that you have like a virgin in your back pocket ready to come out next year, it's ridiculous to hear the, you know, how he calmed her down and said, "Let's let this album breathe, let it, you know, take its course," and and I love that. But anyway, the other that, that that's one of the great stories in the book. But the, the story, the, the real thing that we, you know, I got off subject was, um, 
Matt Rogers says, you got to have an element of, you know, one time event in all your songs, something that makes you, you know, something that you can kind of hang your hat on that you can, uh, or, you know, that kind of thing. It's really important, really. I think, you know, like if you listen to any song, you want to be able to say, man, I really like the part when he says, um, he's just a bastard with the key to my heart. How did you pick Dude, that? That's, that that's been song. That's, that song is the bomb. That's been you know, my line. Or... That's been my line. Like how can <laughs> like just the way he enunciates bastard and and yeah and yeah, it's amazing. Diddle D, uh, Diddle the D. Truth. And yeah, big, big shout outs to him. We gotta have him on the Freestyle Club soon. But um, kidding, he's the nicest guy, man. So cool. He's been to the house a couple times at, at the show and uh, uh, three times I think actually. But uh, um. Yeah, just and he's one of those guys. He hangs out after the party too. You know, help you throw the trash out. He's 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 the coolest <laughs> down to earth. You know, most, he's the he's the coolest dude. I and, think you know, I think that I've I've never been jealous of any concert or any any event. But I said this during the Alyssa B episode of the Freestyle Club. But when they they threw your party, the yeah. the Tim Spinning uh, Shomer Happy Birthday, uh, yeah, my uh, birthday party, bash, yeah, the big birthday bash, and Alyssa B came out and she did all the songs. I, I, I was so jealous. Willie Valentine was there. Cynthia Figueroa. Yeah. It was just a star-studded cast of people <laughs> for your birthday. And I'm like, that is the first time in a long, long time that I'm jealous because I'm not at that concert. That is like the concert that I wanted to be at, your birthday. Well, I got I to tell you that um, I it was one of these those parties that I really – um, I, I'm just, I was so blown away. I'm still blown away with it. But I, I tell you, I'm a different person after that party, too. Because anytime they give, anybody gives me any kind of crap or anything, I just say, did you have Soul Sonic Force at your birthday party? <laughs> okay, nice talking to you. <laughs> I mean, Soul Sonic Force. I mean, you know, Karina was there. But come on, Chrissy Ayes was there. Are yes. you kidding me? Dude, that was my birthday present, Chrissy Ayes. And I, I love her. She's my favorite everything, bro. She is the most amazing, uh, most amazing vocalist. And, uh, you know, Willie Valentine, I've been promising to get him down here in Chicago forever. And when he came, I was just, you know, so happy. And so, and he brought his wife too. <laughs> Come on. And so Sonic Force was there. You nice. know, Eric, but Eric G, Charlie Baby. Um, and that, this stuff's off the top of my head. I'm not even looking at the flyer. But today, it's so funny that you bring it up. But today, um, we're going to start putting it together for, for next year. So uh, we're excited about that. So I got to make so. a plan to be there. And let me Dude. just say, I tried that same trick you just tried where you say, you know, Soul Sonic Force is in my birthday. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> I tried that at my job a few days ago. I said, hey, <laughs> my podcast is on Spotify now. They're like, get the fuck back to work. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Guess that didn't work out. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like, and that, you know, it's, uh, I know it's, it's all from perspective. It's like, hey, man, I'm the prettiest Denny's waitress. Uh, go back to work. <laughs> yeah, get, the fu- get the fuck back to work. Go process it. As a matter of fact, exactly. go, t- go take out the trash with Diddle D. Go. <laughs> Table 7 needs uh, uh, hash browns. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's fun, man. I'm having a great time doing the show. I never, you know, we just started doing it as a goof. My buddy Eric uh, Claudio, uh, he probably doesn't want me to say his name, but Eric Claudio, uh, Eric Claudio says, uh, no, he said, Dude, you should do like a Facebook thing. You can just set up, you know, and uh, we'll figure out how to do it. And we're just going to go. And I go, ah, I don't know if anybody wanted to see that. He goes, are you kidding me? And uh, I started rocking those funky beats. And that's, you know, that's what we did. We're just kind of, you know, getting it together. I make mistakes every day. And it's that's the live element of it. You know how it goes. Yes. How long have you been doing your show? You've been doing it for? 
I've been, um, the show itself is 30 years uh, on FM radio. Uh, there's a gentleman named Jesus the Juice Vasquez, who's also on Facebook Live. He's the founder. Mm-hmm. There would be no freestyle in my area if it wasn't for him. And uh, him and a choice few started a show called Clubhouse Dance Music. And I took it over when he parted ways for Florida. And the show's been on for 30 plus years. I've been on for about 22. So, wow. yeah, man, it's uh, it's lovely to have uh, freestyle FM radio. I've always wanted wanted to to know how how your inner workings work and how things happen in Chicago and that's why I had a I had to have you on the, the podcast because I want to know your origins I'm always intrigued on on the stories on how people got to their spot because you know over here I could tell you all the stories but I know nothing of Chicago <laughs> yeah well you know we uh um, I, I think I kind of told you how I got into it I think uh, I think I'm gonna we had George Lamont on the show last week and uh, and I kind I think it was just because George Lamont's cool shoes, man, and that without you video with those, I said, man, how, there's nobody cooler than George Lamont, and if I could just be as cool as you know, partially as cool as George Lamont, I think that would be it. But uh, <laughs> I tried to I tried to write a song, and all I did was copy the format and lyrics of Battle of the Heart. Because I try to sing and I, I can't, but I use Battle of the Heart, the lyrics and and the the style of it, and I just changed the words and created my own song but it just it was better than heart so oh, yeah <laughs> so because to us you know george lamont is always and will always be the king of our freestyle music and and he's the most celebrated artist in our genre in my opinion in this area but, and he's, he's a down-to-earth guy man he's so real he's so cool and the best was you know like there was that time when freestyle was kind of House music and freestyle were kind of edging each other out. We uh, each other, yes. uh, not edging each other out, but uh, we. I was at the Winter Music Conference, and uh, we were. I was walking down the hall with George, and somebody goes, "Hey, freestyle boy!" And George turns to him, says, "Kiss my ass!" And he kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like nothing, like you know, you know. I, I, it was like, go ahead, man, go ahead. Yeah. You're just so real, you know. I was like, what else are you gonna say? I probably would just say. You know, ignored him, but George was like, "Hey, man, I'm from New York. I mean, that's that's how it goes down." George Lamont, George Lamont is, is <laughs> humble. He's a nice guy, but tell him that you don't have his money after he, <laughs> after he performed or before oh, he performs. No. Believe oh, no. you me, that the Latino mm-hmm. New Yorkian is gonna come out of him really quick. Yeah, hey man, uh, I'm with you too. I've done a lot of gigs and they pull the old, "Hey, listen," I'm going, "Hey, listen." <laughs> <laughs> I used to have I used to have got got this guy who's giant. We just call him Taco. He's huge. He looked like the guy from. Uh, um, James Bond, you know, odd job. Yeah. He was like a big giant spark plug. I mean, uh, it was huge. And, uh, I go, Hey man, take care of my guy. He'd give me the high sign and we're good. And you know, good cop, bad cop. And he'd pull the old, listen, here's the thing. Uh, Tim doesn't get paid. I don't get paid. And guess what? <laughs> I'm getting paid. <laughs> I'll drive you to the ATM. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, isn't that uh, crazy? How how people, especially nowadays, they try to put shows together, but they don't have the money, and they think that because they posted it on social media, like Facebook or whatever the case may be, that people are going to just show up, and then the night comes and there's no one there but his parents. And they're like, yeah. I don't know what to do, you know? And I was like, well, you just booked a $10,000 show. We need to go to the ATM, you know? And Exactly. Exactly right. 
He's trying to find it, change at the bottom, the bottom of the seat, you know. He's trying to yeah. call a bunch of favors. I'm like, we're not leaving. And you start taking equipment that he owns. Yeah, I had this guy go, hey, but man, come on. It's my birthday. I thought you were not going to do You didn't get me anything for my birthday. I'm going to break off a couple hundred bucks for you? No, man. I had a woman <laughs> I had a woman get possessed by the devil, one of the uh, house parties that I did, to the point that she scared the shit out of me so much and everybody in there that everybody left. I didn't get my equipment for three days. Oh, man. And I was contemplating yeah. not going back to go get it because it was an exorcism in, in a party. It was like the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but, wants to give you curse you curses. And, and, I'm like, thinking, and I'm thinking, this hasn't paid me. I think that's the reason why she's doing this shit. <laughs> Because she, she hasn't paid you went back with an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> Believe you That's me, like, she, she ended up paying me. I, I came back with a cross and some holy water. She gave me that money. It should all be worked out before you get there. That's, you know, that's my... My lesson learned, you know, I'll take the deposit and, you know, I'm, I'm starting to start to think that getting paid in advance is the way to go too with the, with some of the gigs, especially if you haven't worked with the people before. I mean, and that's all business. I don't know if, you know, your listeners give, you know, care about that, but, uh, um, it's, uh, you know, what's the, uh, the, the furious five song ain't got no money. We ain't got no beat. You know, you, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially now that it's so easy for you to pay someone. They have Venmo. They have yeah. PayPal. There's no excuse now. You know, I got to go to the ATM. You already have the ATM on your phone, sir. Right, Just, right. Here's my money. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. scary. But uh, so, Tim, yeah, you have a show on, on Facebook every Sunday night. Yeah, I'm doing Sundays, and I pop on every Thursday too, every once in a while. Because I think, um, you know, when I, I mix them on Sunday, but on Thursday, I, I'd like to. I, I just thought this might be kind of a cool idea to to be able to talk about the songs and you know say, hey, this is the new song from you know this guy who I'm really impressed with, you know, Robert Bartko. You know uh, what a talent the guy is. I mean, he's. I think in his spare time, I, I'm, this isn't. Uh, I can't document this, but I, I know he does uh, George Michael's impersonations. And uh, he plays guitar. He's a musician. And that song, you know, Robert Barco, I think is, man, we're really going to hear a lot of good things from him. Jay Mazur, man, are you kidding me? It's on repeat. Yeah. It, it just gets me all, it kind of gets me juiced up that, that you know, uh, you know, Jose, like we, we got this thing going and we have, there's little communities, but, uh, you know, talking earlier about the negativity, man, we don't need that. I love the fact that, like, we can have a conversation. We're all we're all fighting the same battle, man. And it's not just about freestyle; it's about love. This music is love music, man. And I, I really believe in my heart that uh, you know that's all dance music is about, too, man. It's all about the celebration of life, and and uh, without getting too deep, but just you know, hey, man, I'm gonna do me, you do you. Everything is there's enough for everybody, man. You know. I just want to promote new quality freestyle, just like you. Uh, I just, yeah. I, I want that. I want that more than anything. But I, I also want to be respected for my opinion. You know, it isn't like I, I just came out of nowhere and I started doing this. I've been doing this. I was 17 years old. Right. You know, right. This we is, all have. Yeah. Is, yeah. This is all I know. You know, freestyle is all I know. I don't listen to anything else. I sit and I listen to bad stuff all day, you know, mm -hmm. trying to figure out a way to complement it and, and promote it, you know, and I, I just want that, that, that trust from the audience. And I do have it for most part, just like they do with you. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, like I said, I'm a billboard dance promoter and a, and a radio mixer. Believe me, I got, I've had, I've probably heard more records 
uh, I've probably thrown away more records than, than more people have, will ever, ever hear in their life. And, you know, talking about listening to a lot of music. But there's a way, I, I, I think, you know, there's, when we, we, I interviewed KRS-One, which this turned my life around, man. Just his little, this one statement that he made, he, I, you know, we asked him about, you know, what's his opinion about hip house against hip hop. And, and he said, he goes, you know what? We all listen to a lot of music, and we all judge a lot of music, and it's sometimes beauty's in the eye of the beholder. But for me, he goes, hip house is not my tempo, but everything is cool for about 30 seconds. And then <laughs> you say, my cup of tea? Not my cup of tea, you know? But, you, you know, everybody's, I mean, if, if you and I sat down and made a record, we would think it would be the bomb. We'd be in the studio, it'd be in our cassette deck or, or CD player or in our phones or whatever, however we take music in, and we'd listen to it over and over and over and over and over, Nick pick it over and over and over, and we'd say, this is the bomb, let's give it out, and somebody might not like it. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, hey, you can't win them all. You know, you just got to keep going to the drawing board, and, and, thing, and believe me. But one thing that yeah. I will say is, is that I respect your opinion, so you're saying that, on that compilation, Freestyle Music Volume 1, that Jay yeah. Mazur, to you, is a good song. So what I'm going to do, because I've listened mm -hmm. to the song before, is I'm going to take a listen to it over and over again for the next few days, and I'm going to try <laughs> to I'm gonna try to find what you found in the song, okay. and, and, and I want to see if I can be inspired to now promote this song because you feel so strongly about it. Yeah, and, and so, okay. And that's all I ever wanted in my community is like, oh, you know, Tim thinks this song is great. I have to go ahead and pull the songs out and listen to them, you know, and But see. at the same time, yeah, but at the same time, I also wear women's underwear. So what do I know? I don't know a lot of other things, you know, so, you know. <laughs> those, are called, those are called underoos. <laughs> underoos, exactly. The see, like, me, yeah. My issue yeah. With, the, with the song is it's not the person. It's not the lyrics. It's to me, it's the planet rock beat over and over and over. That to me is the issue. Do you find any issues with the Planet Rock beat? Nah, I you know I'm not. I was never a huge fan of it. it it's not. Um, I'm more of a hype. You know, like if you're rocking in the club, I want to, you know, create some energy. I'm more of a law guy, or you know, uh, yeah. so far away. But you know, I, I love that song. You know, there's there's some songs that are more in your face, but um, yeah, hip hop, you know, hip hop beats in the middle of freestyle songs. That's freestyle yeah. to me. You know, like. You know, yeah. Seth Melendez with 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 that, that together forever beat that that yeah. that's so far away with with those hard rolls and the drum and you know just all that music and then uh, like JD comes in with her voice and you think that the beats are powerful but then her voice hits you and you're like holy shit yeah yeah I love that stuff and you know but then the, and again the Planet Rock stuff it works too, it works too it really does I mean. Where would you be with, you know, Miguel Reyes has got, you know, where would you be without uh, the Raquel records? I mean, you know, there's Little Susie. There's, I mean, there's so many great Planet Rock-based songs. It's hard to, it's, so what, this is what I do when I'm, when I'm playing. I'm not giving any away my trade secrets, but, you know, you group the stuff together. You know, it depends on where you're working. You know, you're, you're at, uh, hey, man, I'm going to play some stuff with the Carlos Barrios beat. I work that set, and then I get faster, faster, faster. Let me go with the hard cutting records beats. You know, you know, with the it's more uh, New York electronic. You know, you know. I try to keep those grouped together. Then I'm gonna play. I'm gonna work that uh, Planet Rock angle, and then I'm gonna, you know, bring <laughs> I it love down. That. The Planet Rock you know, angle. <laughs> work that Planet Rock. You know, because I mean, it's not always just a doom, boom, 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 boom. It's not always that. Sometimes there's some variations of it. Um, when you hear those samples, I mean. We use those, uh, uh, Julio Meta used the sample in uh, that Intoxicator record. I love that record. I love the I video. Love, uh, 
Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, um, it keeps popping up, and I and I, and I hope Hulu's not watching because I haven't seen the video yet. But uh, I, haven't, I really just haven't taken. Oh, time the to, video is great, to, man! To watch it it, is it, the it bomb? starts off like. Uh, like, I see him walking up the stairs, and that's all. I've, that's all the further I've gotten. So. Yeah, the, it starts uh, off like well, don't have the kids around when you watch it, but like it starts off as the purge, and the woman hits the guy in the back of the head uh, with with a tire well, iron. It, it's awesome. So okay, it's a love story. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. so it's, it's all about the free cell. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I don't have yeah, a problem. Cool. I don't have a problem with the variation. You know, like I understand there's a rendition of the Planet Rock and and a lot of the things that we hear, but the blatant. Uh, plan a rock beat that boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you know what, what if you if you just use that and you just put vocals over it i just feel it's so lazy you know i just don't know man like yeah I, but you know what but by saying that though it just seems like you're taking that whole element of, of like i don't like that because he played a guitar in it i don't like that because i don't like disco music because it's just a boom 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 the four four time it seems like you're you're, you're throwing out a whole genre of music or a whole style of music because um you don't like the rhythm it's the tony because everybody's using the tony dr Eddie garcia kit and so because, yeah because of that because i yeah. know what he did with the planet rock be like he bastardized it you know what i mean here we are uh -huh. here we are in 2018 and it's being done all over again and so it's like come on we can there's other ways to to introduce our music other than this beat um, I get you. What about the Buffy record? Would like, you call that a Planet Rock? Yeah, Buffy? Buffy. Give me a reason. Is that Planet Rock? Uh, it, it's a rendition of it. It, it does. Yeah. It's not blatantly going boom, ch boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's not doing that. It's just dun 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 dun, dun and it just dun 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 dun. You know what I mean? It's like I love it. You know, it's it's a rendition of it. It's, it's a so funny. We it's a modern rendition of it. But the yeah. blatant, the blatant sample yeah, the is what bothers yeah. me. Yeah, the ripoff. I have a song right now. I'm going to send it to you if you don't have it. It's AP3, uh, Audio Playground. They're from Canada. They're on Sony. And uh, Joey, Intonation Joey, he did a, a remix for them because there's like 13 different versions of the song. And it's called Just the Same. And they used a pan of rock beat. But for some <laughs> reason, it works for the song, uh -huh. you know? And so there are exceptions. And I always make one or two a year. But I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't make 18, you know? Right. But what about... What about uh... Uh, the running remix, Redux. Amazing, the... but I don't think of the Planet Rock beat when I listen to that song. Okay. I think of I think of Carlos Barrios, you know, a masterpiece. Yeah. Is there a rendition of the Planet Rock beat in that song? Yes, but it's not the blatant. The blatant is the issue. The blatant yeah, is I the problem. I understand. I think that some producers are using the Planet Rock beat to get over on the audience. Mm. Whereas with Carlos, the, the, that Redux had some surprises in it, right? Yeah, and if you oh, absolutely. By now, spoiler alert, it has George Lamont, TKA, <laughs> and Seabank, uh, right? Yeah, oh, so, it's amazing. Yeah. They're not using the Planet Rock beat to get over on people. They've got their own, the song has its own surprises, not to mention the hand cut razor edits. Drop the beat. <laughs> So Amazing. many elements to that one track. 
and that's a, a remix, okay. so it really it's a, it's a uh, you know it's a uh, homage to the original too. So I'm I just wondering, you know, the rhythm. I wonder if you had a problem with it. But yeah, you're right. That's, it's what, what a masterpiece, that's and it a, sounds so good, man. That's the number one song in freestyle right now, hands down. Period. You know, there's, yeah. There's for the last six weeks, that's the song that everyone is talking about. You know, yeah. And, um, that's the song that everybody's been purchasing and sharing, and it's just been you know a whirlwind for our music. So I don't have an issue with it because of how it's it's featured and how it was put together. Um, I just have a, an issue with the blatancy of using the Planet Rock. Subscribe to the Freestyle Club Podcast, theunknownadmin.com, and cprsmusic.com. You have broken many of records over your, the years of <laughs> Mixing Freestyle. Many of records. I mean, every CD that I listen to, I'm like, wow, I didn't know that song was out. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, he still has a bunch of stuff that he hasn't released yet. You know, the Alyssa uh, B stuff. Uh, in 2006, uh, we were just talking back and forth. It's probably on MySpace even. I don't even know. But uh, And uh, she says, I've got this song um, that, I've, that I've done. And I heard the lyrics. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so then I've been like, I started, you know, every time somebody talks about writing a song or we got to get a song, I always say, hey, this Alyssa B song is a monster. It's such a great, it's a beautiful song. Alyssa B. Beautiful. She is so. She's I such a. I love her. She is my she, favorite. I just, I just love her. I adore her. I can't say, I can't say more good things about her. She is my favorite. She's legendary. I just, I thank you, Chicago. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and there's thank nothing you, you can say that I haven't said already about her too. She's amazing. I love she's her. such a great songwriter, she, the nicest oh. person too. She's just soft spoken, and uh, yeah, she's. I love her. Really? you know she means every word she says you know absolutely she's very soft-spoken um she um and she's written so many hits i mean i don't remember the song latin lover latin lover um yeah we that played, was her first we, record she, she was that. uh she was the fourth member of the freestyle club and we got to feature some of the things that she's done and oh well, okay you know all about her then yeah it was a great episode and it was a great experience in learning and again, if we want to talk about Chicago, this is the reason why we have you on, uh, because I want to know about Chicago, the freestyle scene. You know, I asked Alyssa when she was on our show, if you guys are together now more than ever, and has it been that unity in Chicago? I always feel like looking at you guys from my area, like my area is full of wars, you know, and your area is, is full of peace and love and togetherness, because that's the way that you guys show Chicago to be when it comes to the freestyle scene. Yeah, I feel like it is. I mean, the problem is Lisa lives uh, just over the board, like three hours away, two hours away. So we don't get a chance to see her very often, but uh, hey, man, you know every time we we you know she she feels like she's she's right there. You know her and Charlie work together very closely, but uh, I think it's you know she's got a studio. She can email. Just the, I mean the technology and in, in, you know what's happening right now is is easy. She can just you know Charlie will send her a track and she'll do vocals and she'll send it back to back to him back and forth and which is which is really cool. Even even with the the first the Tell Me record that they did. Um, what an amazing introduction. Yeah, exactly. She goes, she goes. Hey, I got this song. Do you think Charlie would? And I go, yes. I'll text him now. <laughs> I spoke for him, you know, like you know, Charlie. Lisa wants you. He goes, absolutely. And it was like she wasn't sure because she hadn't worked with him since you know the SOS days. And uh, I, I feel I, I forget. I sometimes forget that you know I brought them together, and I feel like well, I didn't really bring them together. They were always you know friends, but um, you know, there's so much you know. Um, 
and I forget stories. You know, people say, hey, you know, if it wasn't for, for you, we, you know, rhythm centric wouldn't happen. Or if it wasn't for you, uh, you know, I did the mixes on the Joel record, The Prisoner of Love with J.J. Flores. And uh, I did. Uh, Love those songs. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah. my, that's my high school days right there. <laughs> we uh, did. Uh, I, I was blessed. J.J. let me in the studio and uh, we messed around with uh, Girls Do It For Fun by Legacy. And, uh, and can, can I just say before you continue, like, I know the whole yeah. entire rap. Like, I okay. I can do the entire rap, you know? I can't. Go ahead. Hit it. Ah, uh, no. We busting for the scene like a wrecking crew, but we watching for the girls and what they do. I'm trying to play a role, but she must know that we are not the ones. Hit it when her honey try to play her just for fun. Quicker and swifter. We're getting much more every day. If you see I'm fucking, we say don't play that way. Don't take consideration and save a devastation. No blow to the heart. Don't want to water just for fun. That was my high school years. That's how I was introduced to freestyle. I tried to mimic the radio show that I host now by hosting a radio show similar to it on my high school radio radio station and they didn't have like professional equipment they had show and tell 45 inch record players with the tops yeah. on them you know but yeah. i used to try to play freestyle on them and i would play those songs desire and forever or more games of love and joel prisoner of love and all these different labels from chicago i just i was so inspired by if you made a lot of those things happen thank you like did you hear the did you hear the law story it's a story about law and how that came to be I lived above this restaurant. It wasn't my, uh, it was, uh, it wasn't a nice restaurant even. It was a little restaurant and, uh, right on uh, Racine and Van Buren, which isn't in a really great neighborhood either. But, uh, so I lived there cause it was closer to the radio station and I had a roommate and, uh, these stairs that went up to this place looked like the Munster stairs. They were huge. And, uh, the top of the stairs to the right was, or, the right you want somewhere i don't know like other apartments and then to the left right there was my apartment so um i'm coming home we're carrying groceries up and somebody there's a there's a real to real like a little mini real to real leaning against my door it says brett walker law with a phone number that's all it said and i should find that and take a picture of it and put it on, on facebook or something but this is where it all began so i go how did they get this high security place? I mean, it wasn't high security at all. It was a piece of, you know, it was a, it was, it was a, not my finest living arrangements. But uh, um, so I instantly grabbed this, you know, grabbed the, the tape and I put it, you know, threaded it through the real real machine, and I heard it, and I go, oh my god, smash, you know, whoa, whoa, right from the from the get, man, it was like, are you kidding me? And like I said, I've heard so many terrible, terrible records, man. I've thrown away more records than most people will ever hear in their lifetime. And uh, it, to hear this record, I was like, oh, my God. I instantly called Brett Walker Brett Rock and I said, do you realize what you have here? You know, it was just a demo, too. So um, I started, you know, I called Cutting. I called Mick Mac. I called Metropolitan. I called, you know, everybody who had a record label who I thought would, you know, really uh, love to take advantage of this. And they kind of slept on it. Um you know, I just try to, you know, get people excited about it. And then they went back and they re-recorded it. And they go, here you go. What do you think? And I go, I listened to it again. And I didn't have that same passion. It, you know, Julia's voice makes you cry. You know, because you feel like you're in it. Yes. And I heard it again. And I go, what is this? Is the, wait, 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 wait. Before you put, this is not the record that I've been selling. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean <laughs> this is not what I've been you know, go back in there. So they, they rebooked studio time right now. So they got picked up by strictly hype in the, in Chicago. 
And I think he wanted just to, to stay close and local um, so he can kind of keep an eye on what was happening. But uh, so he went back and I, w- I was in the studio with him and I go, dude, make me cry. And um, one other change that they made this, this, in the song was, won't you give me one more try? Before it was, won't you give me one more try? It was, uh, couldn't you gave me? Couldn't you gave me one more try? I go, hey, man, no, 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 don't say couldn't you gave me. Couldn't you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't you gave me one, you know, couldn't you gave me. I go, no, no, let's work that, you know, work that around. Worked it out. And, a lot and, of but, a lot of those uh, uh, Chicago songs, you know, they have some uh, mis-enunciated uh, <laughs> words. I remember in your eyes, well, you know, uh, you know, you got me hypnotized. Change a couple of words around. Do you got a, a writer's uh, rights there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I was there. Yeah, I should have got some writer credit. But they let me edit the radio mix. And, uh, but we got it, you know, the end The end was, uh, you know, the, the record that you know, which was a mate, you know, one of my all still all-time favorite songs. Not just because I had anything to do with it. But, I mean, first of all, you know, Julio and Jerry from Law are two of the coolest dudes. And, uh, man, if you're... You also got to wear an extra pair of pants because, you know, Julio will make you laugh because he's so funny, you know. Anyway. Let me ask you, do you think that Love and Wisdom was the greatest freestyle group to ever come out of Chicago? Yeah, I'm going to say go on a limb until you mention somebody else, and then I'll say yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know, of course, that, that there's desire, and but I never heard a group like Law, Love and Wisdom, until I got those 12-inch records, Missing Your Love, and One More Chance. Yeah. For me, is the reaction of the audience once they listen to something and they make it their own. Once, mm-hmm. once somebody, once you play a record and the audience automatically is calling you the next day or a half an hour later and saying, who's that? And can you play it again <laughs> so I can record yeah. it on my cassette deck? You have arrived. And that's what happened with Love and Wisdom. I think that they were so celebrated here by everyone. And this area had like a, a half a dozen freestyle shows on a weekly basis mm. on FM and AM radio. And they used to play them religiously. And I know that there was a few times where people try to reach out and grab them and try to bring them here. I'm not sure if they were ever successful, but we always had this legend of love and wisdom, the group law. You know, and yeah. uh, of course, you know, a lot of rumor, innuendo, and a lot of stories, but <laughs> are there, what, what can you tell us? Tell us a good story about Love and Wisdom. Well, first of all, I mean, the second the second record they did was uh, Remember the Time, which was produced by DJ Tragic. There's so many freestyle records that are out, but that, that remember the times that track ridiculous. It was so uh, it, it was like freestyle. It was like freestyle plus. You know what I mean? It was like it was it like freestyle that, that belonged on commercial radio. Yeah, it was a, it was a, such, so great. And then the house mix of that too on the B side with the you know just you know, it was ridiculous too. Uh, and if your listeners don't know what I'm talking about, you know you know get out of the house and try to track that record down because that's a the house mix by DJ Tragic is sick too. I mean you can play either side and people are gonna lose their minds. All right, Tragic, take over. Okay, go. Why are we in so much pain? That's one thing that I can appreciate from your area is that you guys really spent your time making up these versions. They had, you know, you guys had a hip house version, freestyle version, 
you had a house version, acapella, centapella, like you really mimicked some of the things that it did in the East Coast. But sometimes you guys did it better. Yeah, with the acapellas too. The acapellas kind of followed me around because I would keep keep on asking all the labels, "Hey, can I get an acapella then? Hey, can I get an acapella?" That was my. Sometimes if you don't like the production, you can kind of like. Well, I don't want to um, to say their name, but New Image, you know, Tony G and New Image. I mean, they're you know they they uh, they got a lot of great songs. Um, I personally, the um, tears in my eyes. I was not a fan of the production, but um, I took that record and I played the hell out of that acapella. And so until it became, you know, like a, like almost an anthem in Chicago. Yeah, and especially when you added a new beat to it, people are like, yeah. I want that version. And they try to cut yeah. out the version that you did on your mixes and try to play mm -hmm. those. And, and uh, I've caught a few DJs in this area trying to pass it as their own. <laughs> that's, that's a, it's kind yeah, of funny, though, because they'll be like, your drop is about to happen. So it's like, Tim! <laughs> Yeah, they I love it. it. I love it. I love it. Well, that's cool. I mean, people are paying attention, man. It's all. It's like I said. It's the Superman thing, you know. It's like or you, where the drops are. It's like, hey, man, it's working. It's working. I'll tell you one thing. The first time I used that, uh, my Tim spinning Shomer drop. Love it. It was so funny. I had my my buddy, my best friend Rusty. His uh, his daughter was six years old, and I thought, you know, I think I'm gonna get to a kid. If I could just get a get a kid to come and say that, that would be great. And by back then, I was using reel-to-reel -to, -reel to, to punch my drops in. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I needed her to say it on beat. So I said, can you just say Tim Spinning Shomer? Just like that. And she goes, Tim Spinning Shomer? <laughs> and she's laughing at me. So she's basically messing with me. And I go, no, no, no. And then, I mean, if you, if you listen to the original tape, you, you can hear me saying, no, 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 no. I like this. And, you know, I was trying to calm her down to get her to do it. And, of course, the only one I used was, you know. Anyway, that's my drop story. She's 36 now or something like that. And she's got, you know, her kids are older. I can remember a lot of the, the drops, you know, like um, uh, George Lamont did a drop for you. Uh, you know, Joel. Hi, this is Joel. <laughs> and you're listening to Heartbeats. Tim Spinning Shomer, you know, like, you know, so that's. Uh, hey, this is Joel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the Prisoner of Love one. Love yeah, will be, be a prison love. <laughs> I will be a prisoner of a love. Yo, this is Joel, and I'm in the mix with Tim Spinner Shomer, Heartbeats number two. Check this out. Yeah, he's the best, man. You know, Joel's, a, you know, he's, he's got a real job now. He's like, a, he's, you know, working in politics and stuff. He's doing very well. The other day, I was Tell him to bring everybody. Freestyle back. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's got a new song. I don't know if you've heard his new song. He's got a few a few new things that he's working on. He's got, uh, the other day, it was in East Chicago. And by the other day, I mean, probably the last year. But um, I, I was driving by this billboard, and I go, oh, my God, that looks just like, and it, and it was. He's running for something in East Chicago, but uh, he, had a, like he, a had a, he had a hat. He goes, we're going to make freestyle great again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the slogan. This is the Freestyle Club. Who do you like now? What freestyle artists do you like now? What songs have really stuck out for you in 2018? Well, right away, Diddle. I am the truth. Diddle D for 2019. Uh, I hope there's new Diddle D to come. Giant Julio Mena, uh, fan of supporter. Julio Mena. 
Love him. I think what he's doing is amazing. You know, Robert Barco, I think, is the guy to watch, too. He's, he's really a great uh, talent. He sounds just like, like George Michaels. I mean, he, he, that's what he does in his off time. Every time and, I uh, see him, though, I remember Viva Vendetta, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just off the top of my head, I think those are the, those are the ones that I can think of that I'm, that I'm excited about. For me, I, I got to thank you again for Alyssa B's Legendary. I think that, oh, yeah. that what a, song what a is jam. so... That is like the jam. I, I've never had a united front of people want a song so bad. Cool. Have you played her other one, too? The uh... I'm still waiting for Memories of Love. Uh, that, I think yeah. that, that's what... Yeah, uh, that's the one I'm talking about. Ralph Memories and, of Love. Yeah. What? I never got it. Ralph, did you get it? No, no. I've been waiting. I, I contact her every couple of weeks and ask... How's it coming? She says it's still coming. Yeah, so. I think uh, they were looking to sign it somewhere, but it is on my heartbeats, uh, my CD. So when you get it, Ralph, you can just cut it out there. But we just, just <laughs> cut it out. Just just cut it out before uh, before my drop hits. Okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll leave the Tim part in. Yeah, he's like Tim. Ah, my little darling, it is love at first sight, is it not? No. Uh, do not come with me to the Casbah. We shall make beautiful music together right here. Get up and dance! Talk to me about the Heartbeat series because those are the way that I was introduced to you. I, I remember the cassette versions because what would happen uh -huh. is that Willie Valentine would go to Chicago and he would get these these mixes. Um, <laughs> and so he got like Alan Badnick's Boyd and, and uh, David the Bomb and, and there were some other people, oh my God. some other people that I, I got uh, mixes from. But I remember listening to you and your songs, the way you put them together and your mixes, the way you put them together, you will always tell a story. And so yeah, I got issues, man. I, I used to spend so much time making those making those tapes. No, man, that, know, that, and... those are those are masterpieces. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank because you. because of the fact that um, you know you have Pepe Le Pew in the beginning, and it, it was just a, a great great mix. And uh, again, I could do those back to back. I could sing those back to back. Because <laughs> yeah, I dream of Jeannie. She's light the brown hair. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, it's so funny! Yeah, those were great. I, the first couple were on reel to reel. Those were still, you know, cut and cut and paste or cut and tape. You know, those are, those are fun. What was the reaction? And, uh, what was the reaction um, to those mixes? I mean, you made five of them, so they must have been great. Yeah, great. They were awesome. They're always you know, like the uh, the words of Lisa, Lisa B. They're legendary. <laughs> <laughs> they're all amazing. You know, when I hear them too, I go, oh, "Man, that's just cool." I wonder how I did that. <laughs> you know, like. You know, and and you could tell as the as the uh, technology changed, so did the mixes. You could tell that you know the sound quality changed, and you can also hear, you know, I was using different loops and stuff, that, you know, later on in the other tapes. Um, but um, it always just fun. I would, I don't know why I didn't do more. I think it was because I was afraid I was going to be busted by, you know, for using other people's mu mixes or music, and I didn't want to you know get people mad at me or something you know yeah, i don't but, want the artist to be upset here's or, the for thing. some reason here's the thing if it wasn't for you many of those people will have never been heard so right it, it's something that Raphael has um discussed previously on our podcast 
um, that people used to get upset when DJs would use the, the songs of these artists, but they sat at home doing nothing. We didn't have the technology back then that we have now. So how else were we supposed to distribute the music? Right. And and you know what is crazy is like, where else are you going to hear uh, Anne-Marie just waiting for you? What, what a, first of all, that is one of my favorite jams in the world. You know? Yes, and the way you, Love make, it. The way you mix it in, by the way, is Yeah, just... my God. It's it's like, and there's so many other songs that just the pieces, and, I mean, I, I can't imagine this whole Facebook thing and they're, how they're busting me out and every single time, you know, every half hour if I play something like a hit or something. Right. You know, it's so frustrating for me. That's why I've been kind of, you know, lately just hanging under the radar and, you know, playing some new stuff, some more smaller label stuff, stuff that I'm not going to get busted on. But, uh, you know, I because I want to keep doing this. I'm having so much fun doing it, but I wish I could just open up and play exactly what I want to play instead of thinking – yeah, you well, know, you know, all you, you know, have to do Karina. is you got to put together this, the Tim Spinning Showmer podcast. Well, what's going on with that? Why haven't you done the Tim Spinning Showmer podcast? Uh, that's we should probably talk about that. I don't know. I, <laughs> I really have. I don't know. I can. <laughs> can I do that? Absolutely yeah. great. Yes, yeah. uh, we would love to, for you to join us. Um, yeah, we, we should talk about that for sure. I'd, I'd love to be a part of it. I think. I, you know, I just uh, Raphael and I are on Spotify. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah, you told. <laughs> <laughs> I get, did. Watch Ralph. Ralph is gonna text me. Get get the fuck back to work. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do that. Actually, I should be. I should be doing it because. Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, I got so much. You have a lot of content, uh, and you have a lot of things that people actually want to hear. So exactly. So why not? Why not do a Tim Spinning Shummer podcast? You know, it's crazy. I think I'm. You know, just when I think I'm like, I'm, dude, I've lost my mind. I tell my wife, like, I think I'm losing my mind, and she goes, Why? I go, Because I'm editing uh, "Make Noise" by you know the first one. I'm like, Why? Why am I doing this? I I don't know if anybody's gonna care about this, but uh, we definitely just... care, and we're paying attention. Believe me. Exactly, exactly. So I so I really appreciate you know you taking the time out to talk to me because I feel like uh, you know why am I editing this? Why do do I really need a a cooler version? of uh let's see i'm pulling this freaking over um my broken heart by dtu featuring pure pleasure <laughs> i think well, we not, do i not, think the world not, not really that one um but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's just a record on top of my pile of things to do man yeah yeah it's like my broken heart was one of my first uh 12 inch records that i purchased um you know those are those underground labels that came out of nowhere you know and uh had a few um releases here and there before tasmania came back you know do you credit Tasmania for bringing Freestyle back for a long period of time? Do I credit them? Um, okay, great. No. Thank you. Good <laughs> <No>. night. <laughs> Do I credit them? I don't know. I mean, I appreciate you know all they've done. Tasmania is the you know I always you know I think they're great. I, I love all their music. I don't know if I credit them for bringing it back. I, you know, let's just talk about you know who's really kept this music alive. I mean, you've kept it alive. You know, people like oh, Willie Valentine. Without Willie Valentine, I think the genre would have went away a long time ago. Yeah, and what a, I mean, what a combination you guys made when you did the artistic um, mega mix. I mean, that to me was another another uh, mix that uh, for me it was uh, excellent and legendary. Uh, thank you. You know what? Uh, I was just happy to do it. I was, you know, Willie had so much great content. You know, and what a and, and, and for my money, Willie is one of the coolest dudes ever, man. And uh, what a talent! And Cynthia's voice, are you kidding me? What a great, you know, what a great team they make. Um, and I was so blessed to have met my uh, and I never say that, I never say blessed, but uh, I, I'm so you know, it was, but it's true, you know, I was so blessed to have met my birthday party, man. And uh, hope, you know, my birthday's coming up, man. I hope they're gonna be able to come around again. <laughs> I gotta make that call, find out if they can make it. Let me ask you this. Naija was there too. What a DJ Paradise and Naija. What a great team. 
Love them. Um, so what's your, you had, what's your you had Joy May there, right? Joy May, yeah. She, well, you know, she came to Seabank, and she never sings the Joy May songs, but I said, you know, hey. She goes, yeah, she even said it to me. She goes, just so you know, I don't usually sing these songs, but for you, I'll do anything you want. Wow. So, you know, she's the best. I love she's her. She's so cool. She just booked up. She said, she, uh, Tim, I booked a plane. I'm going to be down there. On, we're going to be hanging out. I'm coming to your house. She doesn't nice. have a show. She's just coming over for the show. Amazing. So uh, I'm so excited. So, man, so when I say I don't say blessed, I am blessed, man. I really am. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, I'm looking at the poster now, but, you know, Karina, Niasia, Chris, the great Chris Yais, you know, RG, my, you know, my boy RG was there, uh, you know, Rudy Fausto, Miguel Reyes. Man, what a great team. There was that uh, Miguel Reyes song on your freestyle boom, like yeah. the first time. Huh? And it was the most uh, envied song for a long time because <laughs> nobody can get that except you. Uh, <laughs> that, made, that made everybody crazy because, and I'll tell you what happened, because I was making this, this CD and uh, JJ Flores and I had, and that was a song by Elisa B too, by the way, I think. It feels like the first time. Did she write that? Miguel wrote that and Miguel wrote that for um, Stephanie Bennett or Samantha and then Tasmania closed down. So he did it for himself. He wanted to write it for himself, and he presented. Oh, it I'm to thinking you. of I'm thinking of Angelina. Angelina is what uh, I, th I think is the song that uh, yeah, at least yeah. wrote. Angelina. Angelina, the one she wrote for Julio. Yeah, exactly right. So, but uh, so we did this song, JJ Flores and I. Um, feels like the first time, and we only needed a verse because I was gonna just you know <laughs> I'm doing a mixed, I'm gonna slam some you know get as many songs in the in the CD as I can, and uh, there you go. So it was on the Mixmaster Throwdown Volume Six, I think that was the one it was on, and uh, all the other DJs from the from B96 were were on the thing, and so I only had like you know 15 minutes to fill or 20 minutes to fill, and so that was the song that made it on there, and it, and I made it was that, and there was another song on the on that CD or that mix by it was called I Can't Stand the Rain by uh lucretia i think her name was or lucia and uh everybody hated me because nobody could buy it that and angelina those three songs i can't find it anywhere it's only on one mix <laughs> and if you have a if you have a test press or or uh, acetate or anything that has to do with a cassette or whatever i'm sure that there'll be some internet nerd that wants to give you a thousand dollars for it sure yeah i think it was only on dat and so i think i had to mix backwards on it so i couldn't because i couldn't speed it up or slow it down i think i had to do some sneaky editing you know mix it in and mix it out with the you know use the outro to mix in because there was no yeah but so for a long time you were very much resented not only in chicago but in new england because we, <laughs> we wanted the miguel reyes song and we got it in 2018 yeah i get it i 20, get it I know, it's all funny. 21 years later you know we got it and uh yeah you know, it's it's kind of crazy how music happens in, in, in this genre. <laughs> and it still sounds good, though, I thought, man. I thought they did a really good job with that. So Sal, Sal Medina. Having broken so many records, is there a process? That, do you play everything by anyone, or, you know, are you more selective? First of all, you gotta, I got to like the record, and then I get it. You know, that's just the, you know, you know, the process. The process is, oh, my God, I love this record. I love it so much. I can't. Look, at, I'm talking about it. The hairs on my arms are sticking up. Uh, I got to share this with everybody I know. And then I start calling people and I say, oh my God, have you heard this record? I mean, dude, this Diddle D record is the bomb. 
and my friends are all the same. My my buddy JV JV Kid is the same way. Like we'll talk about. He goes, dude, have you heard the new JD record? Dude, that's pretty nice. I like that. Or have you heard the new? You know, whatever it is that he's talking about. Like the this like he'll play a like he does mixes all the time too. He like the Pose record. Have you heard the new Pose record? Oh my god, with Cynthia Figueroa, it's great. I I, I don't know what that one is. So I you know like we I've got like you know he, I've got a good uh, you know and plus I listen to your show too. The only countdown that matters, and uh, don't you know, don't that's... say that too loud, because you might get no, people. The, you the might have people. Ask. <laughs> don't say that too loud. People might no. get upset with you, sir. No, I don't no, want no. any trouble. You know, but you know what I mean. I mean, it, you're, you know, you just go digging for songs, and the songs that make your hair, the hairs on your arms stick up are the ones that you that you keep, and the, some some records that you know that people get mad at you. Hey, Alchemy, you're so mean. Why don't you play my song? Or, you know, and you say, hey, listen, uh, you know, sometimes it's just not for me, you know, and I believe me. All, I mean, listen, I, I want to say this all freestyle is for me. It just has to be good. There you go. There you go. Like some people want oh. rap in their, the raps in their, you know, want to put raps in there. And if I don't like the, you know, if I don't like it, what do you get, you know, sometimes I'll chop it out. You know, it's like, I don't, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I just want to make it a version that I can play that I'm going to, be able to stand behind, you know what I mean? I, I totally agree with that, and uh, so does Jose. But the reason I asked the question is that there's this misconception with, with some people out there that a DJ's job is just to put the music out there and let the people decide. And I say, no, listen, first I've got to feel it, mm -hmm. and then I share it. If I'm not feeling it, if I don't think it's good, if it doesn't meet my standard, I'm not right. playing it. Now, every DJ has his own standard. Yeah, right. Exactly right. But if I'm not feeling it, I'm not playing it, and and we get so much heat, and, you know, and, and you know the words start flying, hater, this, that, the other. No, it's not that I, I hate you. I I don't even know you. Why would I hate you? First of all, it's not that I want you to succeed. It's just it doesn't meet my standard, and I want people to understand that's just not me or Jose or whoever. It, this is across the board with most DJs. It's a DJ thing. Otherwise, otherwise it'd be the I'm gonna play some crap, and you tell me what you like. And then it's like, I, he, all he does is play crap. I don't, you know, it's like when you go to the record pool or you go, you know, wherever you get your music and you, you got to wade through the garbage before you find something you like. I mean, and, and not and like KRS one says, you know, it's some day, 30 seconds is cool for everything, you know, but then all of a sudden you say, ah, it's not for me. It's for me. This is not my cup of tea. You know, listen to those vocals, you know, Hey, listen, you know, freestyle is known for, you know, sadly known for, you know, you know, um, less than perfect vocals, which is kind of cool sometimes. Like, for example, I'm just going to say your name, and I hope she doesn't get mad, but no Sarah. All right? Summertime, summertime, quirky vocals, but it totally works. You know what I mean? Total, I get that record. Summertime, summertime. Take me, take me. You know, I, I love that record. The quirky vocals, sometimes they don't, you know, that's that was sometimes the, the flaws that are the beauty. You know what I mean? And if you can pull that off, hey man, the problem is, you know, the, 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 that's where the problem lays. You know what I mean? Well, that, that's like, my that's my issue with a lot of the new school artists. You know, yeah. and they come really happy and and really joyful, really respectful, and they give me their track. Then they make the mistake of asking me, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "Do you really want to know what I think?" And then I tell them what I think, and then they hate me. Well, you know, sometimes you can you can be more tactful. You know, you know, you just gotta say, "Well, you know, hey, listen, uh, for me." not my cup of tea 
And, you know, like when you're firing somebody, you don't want to go into why you're firing them. You just going to say, listen, I got to let you go. <laughs> you know, and with, like a bandit, you got to rip it off. I am. And, that's, and I that's, am, they look. Tim, I am tactful. Yeah. I tell him yeah, the song listen. sucks. That's yeah. a 10 year project for Jose. It's not yeah, that. But I mean, there's, there's things that you say, listen, um, if I was you. Have people. Uh, wait, wait. Have people been complaining to you about me? No, no, <laughs> not at all. I mean, but I read your post. I know, and I, I see your post. I go, holy crap! I, I don't think I can get away with saying that. But you know, <laughs> yes, you can. Like I, like, I know, I know. There's no way in a billion years I will ever answer. You know, some of those questions you put up on Facebook. I'm just not. I go, I'm not that guy. <laughs> I don't, I'm not looking for fights. You know, <laughs> I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not looking for fights either. <laughs> Yeah, the Clark Kent and Jose's deluxe Luther freestyle. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, speak only the good. That's what I say. Speak only the good. You know, if you're met, you have your friends, and and if you, you know, if they're looking for some construct, you know, constructive criticism, you say, listen, I'm not a big fan of the Planet Rock thing. You just tell them that. First of all, you know, you might want to talk talk to this person about you know maybe vocal lessons or or hey, I like the song. Or I like the production that you always find. If you can find something nice about to say about the song, hey man, the production's the bomb. Just not. I don't know if the vocals are really for me. I mean, you know. And sometimes, like it's, like you said with the Nair record, it's about the uh, the delivery. It's sometimes about the, uh, you know, the you know the performance. You know, maybe the performance isn't really your company. You sound, you know, you can say you sound you sound too screamy in this song. You sound, you know, if you just take a you know take a deep breath. You know, so I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call or... Diddle D. I'm like, hey man, I love the way <laughs> you say bastard. Yeah, I love the way you say bastard. But let me ask you a question, Diddle. Is that your sister, <laughs> your cousin? Who is the girl? Who is the what girl, is... Diddle? Tell yeah, me. That's a, yeah, but yeah, he's the band. What a what a, he's gonna be. He's a superstar. In my my book. You know, just as a person too. He's like, a cool dude, and I pray his next record is good. <laughs> and sure, and sure so do I. And you know that's that's one thing too that people, you know, artists, a lot of artists say, "Hey, thank you so much for supporting my record." And I always say, and you can ask anybody, I say, "Hey, if I didn't like your record, we wouldn't be having this conversation." You know, Excellent. and that's really the bottom line. You know what I mean? If I don't like it, I'll tell you I don't like it. You know, I've I've made some, you know, and I don't get. I'm not going to say your name, but you know, there's people that I that I think the world of. But I'm like, oh my god, and I get so excited with, oh cool, she got a new record out, and then I hear the record, I go, oh no, I gotta tell her again, I don't like this song, you know? It's like, oh my god. Well, at least you don't do I it on Facebook it, Live, and you know. Yeah, no, 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 and I would never ever, because I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't throw out there like that. But you know, there's, you know, I get, and, and it, I know she tries so hard, and she's so nice, and so she, her show is great. Anyway, I'm not gonna say her name, but wow. She, anyway, let me take some anyway. notes here. Her, he said, the show no, 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 I don't. Would never. I mean, and and uh, and I mean, anybody else that that tried this hard in the business should be a superstar. But it's just the one. It comes down to the one simple thing. It's the song. It's the song or the voice or the something just not clicking. It or just doesn't. God it's not given right. Planet Rock beat. Damn it! Stop it. Yeah. And, but so yeah, exactly. Carlos, what are you doing to my tape? Stop it. Subscribe to the Freestyle Club. On Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk freestyle. So tell me about the new version of Heartbeats, the new mixes that you are putting out right now. Well, basically, it's mostly new stuff, a little bit of old little classics. Um, my wife said, dude, what are you waiting for? Put out another Heartbeats. And like, I don't think I could do another heartbeats, but I'll, why don't we just, you know, we'll start another series. We'll just put these out. 
and uh, we'll see how they go. And and uh, and so far so good. I, I think this one's you know being received well. I think people are hungry. You know what I mean? Like baby birds, they're just you know feed me. You know, sure, we want to. They want to. They want to get. You know, they want to get some new freestyle in. You know, and I'm so happy to bring. You know, some of the new stuff that you know. Do you really need to hear "Change on Me" again and another freestyle mix? I don't. I'll be happy to. I'm happy to play it. I'll play "Change." I love Cynthia, and I'm not taking anything away from that song. But you know, it does There's more than just "Change on Me" out there. I want to. I want to hear all the new school songs that you've put on this mix. I have to listen to this mix. Um, I, I know that Diddle D's probably in there somewhere. I want to see what mm -hmm. you did. I want to see what you did with it. I, that was the <laughs> song that a couple of days ago. You, ha you did an acapella thing to it, and I'm like, how the fuck does he have the acapella? <laughs> I'm the only one that has it. I'm the only one that has it. And that's the, and that's the version I play in the, in the CD, too, by the way. This is the Freestyle Club. Pick hit of the week. All right, yeah, let's try the Jay Mazur. I think that's uh, that's the one I'm gonna, I'm excited about today. I, I just listened to it today. Uh, Rudy Falso turned me on to it. Where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook. They can find me on my YouTube channel, Tim Spin and Shomer. Uh, Facebook. Uh, they can find me. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm, uh, you know, my, my MySpace uh, page is closed, I think. What so is don't that? look for me there. <laughs> I know. What is that, your show on? <laughs> my show is on Sunday. Also, I'm doing a little Thursday thing, too, when I get around to it, like 7 or 8, something like that. And uh, But Sundays, 7 to seven to 9. Yeah, and I don't, I don't appreciate you going on on Thursday and taking my three or four uh, Facebook Facebook live viewers. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, uh, didn't mean to. I paid top dollar for those viewers. <laughs> cool. Well, I'll give them back to you when I'm done with them. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, thanks, for, thanks, thanks for always being so nice and uh, and uh, always looking out for me. I appreciate it. And don't think I, I I don't know that you do that. And I know you look out for me, and I I appreciate it. Both of you guys, thank you for for the love and support, man. I really you know means the world to me. And let's keep this thing, this love thing going, man. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And let's get let's get together and plan that Tim Spitting Showmer podcast. You got it. Yeah, that's for sure. Let's really do that. All right. Only love, brother. All right. Thank you. Take care.